this is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. I hope you guys had a lovely weekend. Um, I spent mine waiting on a funeral to start. Not the funeral, the memorial story. Uh, the memorial. The memorial for DMX to start. And I was watching the funeral and I didn't get a chance to watch the Oscars because I low-key don't give a fuck. Um, if you're still throwing expensive events during a pandemic, there's no interest I have. From my understanding, they nominated the most black people they could nominate this year, meaning next year it's going to be all white people. So, I mean, I'm going to call a spade a spade when it comes to Oscars. It's always politics. It's never about the best. It's always about who they like or what they're trying to put out, whatever uh, agenda they're trying to push. So, I mean, I'm not saying that the people who won last night are not talented. I'm just saying that it's always a political thing. It's a shame that we have to protest and we have to say our lives matter when we're human beings. It's a shame that people have to understand that we're creative and we're just as talented, if not more talented than our other counterparts. But this year, y'all want to nominate the most black people you have ever in Oscars history. When I just be straight up honest with you, we need to create our own fucking Oscars because I'm trying to I'm tired of sitting here trying to comply and try to conform to the bullshit. Because the truth of the matter is, you don't like our work. You don't like stories that are based in our truths, unless it's about the LGBTQ community. So there's no point. But yeah, they wanted to nominate most black people this year. And I guess they feel better in their little white hearts over there at the Oscars. We're voting for the movies that they voted for. Whatever, friend. Okay. Cut the bullshit. Stop this bullshit bullshit. All right. I'm over it. All right. It would be nice if race was not an issue in this country, personally, I think. But it's so much of an issue that you ignore other projects, like European projects, um, possibly even African projects. You'd probably just focus on just Black American projects. But y'all need to do more diversity than that. You don't have to have one whole year where you have a bunch of Black people nominated, and then next year it's going to be all lily white again. Okay, people see through that bullshit. I did not know I was going to vent about this, but it just pissed me off a little bit when I saw everybody. Oh, well, all black people are winning this year. Yeah, and next year it's going to be lily white as hell. Okay, it's going to be lily white as hell. It's not going to be about us. They're going to act like we ain't creating no projects this year. So it is what it is. You know, I'm over it. It shouldn't have to be a black and white thing. We should be all be able to work together. But some of y'all are so low vibrational that you can't see past the color line. So, okay, go ahead and do that low vibrational bullshit this year, okay, and, and vote for all black people, and then next year act like black people don't exist. Like, oh, well, somebody black made a movie? Yeah, black movies are created all the time, okay? I live in the middle of fucking Wakanda. AKA Atlanta, all right? They made freaking Wakanda in Atlanta. So stop the whole bullshit that you don't know there are black creators in this world. Half the time, y'all steal my our ideas. 
So get out of here. So fuck the Oscars. They can suck my dick several days. Anyway, I want to say that because I'm just kind of over the bullshit of it all. I feel like everything is bullshit. Y'all not impressing me with the um, we are one bullshit. Y'all not impressed. Y'all fake as fuck. Y'all fake. I don't like I don't like fake people. You know, it's just all we want to sit up here and pretend like, hey, you know, black people are creators. No, half of our ideas y'all have stolen from us. Let's call a spade a spade. Okay. Hollywood not be Hollywood without any black creators. Now y'all want to sit up here and give black people they just that their their justice due. And I'm looking at you like, go fuck yourself. You ain't shit, friend. You ain't friend. You ain't my friend. We don't like each other. We in a damn country because y'all so damn low vibrational that you only see skin color. But since y'all want to do that, let's go, friend. Anyway, that's what happened this whole weekend. I finally finished the Harry Potter series. I'm happy I finished the fucking Harry Potter series. Of course, I have my suggestions on Harry Potter. And if my suggestions so happens to sound like everybody else, my bad. But I have ideas of how they should read the script. I have ideas how they should do the script. And um, I'm just confused because I'm my thing is I'm trying to figure out how this whole beef between Voldemort and the Potters happened. But I guess that's where the movie Fantastic Beasts and Beasts and Where to Find Them, that's where it all starts, right? Well, I have not seen that series, so there's a lot of plot holes to me in Harry Potter. I just don't understand why there's a grown-ass man chasing after a child. Anyway, um, but yeah, before I talk about my twist on Harry Potter and what I would like to see, like twists I would like to see in Harry Potter, or um, before I start talking about that, I want to talk about some of the news that happened over the weekend that I have saved in my thing about what's going on. Apparently, I saved a lot of stuff. There's a lot of uh, fuck shit going on. A lot of fuck shit going on. And it seems like if you live an honest living these days, it's it's not you don't make any money if you don't live a, um if you live an honest living these days. You know, you try to live an honest living. And by the way, I didn't want to bring this up, but I am still banned on Bigo and I still not have gotten my check. You have not given my my check and I have rightfully gotten 40k. Got you. Dearly noted. And I complained to my agent about that. That's the low-key reason why I'm kind of low-key pissed. I complained to my agent about that. And he didn't say anything. He was supposed to call me later. And I never got my paycheck. So I'm going to talk bullshit about that soon. But I want to talk about this news that's going on. 
It seems like 20, the 2020s are introducing you to Joanne the Scammer, honey. Because y'all are scamming over here. The first one is, and it's from BallerAlerts.com. And it says, engaged couple playing lavish wedding at Florida Mansion. Owner didn't know. Y'all keeping up with the Joneses is getting ridiculous. It was blogged by Pistol Whipped. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hell no. <laughs> That's the beginning of it. It says, a South Florida couple was so moved by a Southwest Ranch Southwest Ranches mansion that they decided to have their wedding there last week, the South Florida Sun Sentinel reported. The engaged couple sent out their invitations telling their family and friends to attend their wedding at their dream home, a 16,300-square-foot mansion on 6.2 acres. Wedding invite to, va to vacant house? There was no two problems. The mansion wasn't theirs, and it wasn't a wedding venue. Oh, and it wasn't for rent. So we just going to go against the grain and just pull up at somebody's damn mansion and just decide to have a wedding because we like the house. What the hell is wrong with you? Anyway, the mansion has been on the market for some time. The Miami Herald reported Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones thought the mansion was vacant and supposedly asked the owner a IHOP franchise heir, Nathan Fickle, to use it for their event. Finkel said no, the Sentinel reported, but they still kept their plans to have the wedding at the mansion. So basically, the owner of the house, they did ask the owner of the house, could they use it? And Pimpin said no, you can't use it. And they was like, we gonna do it anyway. Shit, we don't care. We just gonna come through your house. That's what we gonna do. We gonna have our wedding. And we said we like your house. Wish your and we want we want our house here. We gonna do it. I guess no means yes. <coughs> In other Joanna scammer news, um, Lindsay Lohan father arrested for allegedly bring addicts to treatment programs in exchange for payments. This is from the shade room. <laughs> Is your daughter one of them, nigga? <laughs> this article is from The Shade Room. It was written by Jade Ashley. It says, look like Lindsay Lohan's father, Michael Lohan, has found himself in trouble after he allegedly was involved in a scheme that involved bringing drug addicts to treatment programs in exchange for money. According to NBC News, Michael was booked on Friday and is accused of patient brokering. I've never heard of that, but once again, I didn't know what a broker was until I was sending my getting my hair done, and the lady who was doing my hair was talking about what a broker was, and we like, the, what the hell is a broker? And to hear about patient brokering, I'm not surprised. Okay, the word broker is is caucasity of it all. You know, black people don't know what a broker is, <laughs> or even have one. There's nothing wrong with, uh me saying that because i'm just saying you know i heard people say black people don't know certain things and then when we found out all of a sudden they disappear but you know let's continue with the story there were reportedly more than 100 people arrested for being a part of the operation which took place in palm beach county 
Charging documents show that he is facing five counts of patient brokering and one count of attempted patient brokering. I've never heard of this. Is this made up? Is this new? This is caucasity of it all. Who does that? <laughs> okay. State Attorney Dave R. Ehrenberg said Mr. Lohan was investigated by our Sober Home Task Force and he's being charged with receiving kickbacks for referring patients to drug treatment. Patient brokering corrupts our healthcare system because decisions are motivated by greed instead of patient needs. This is our task force, 117th arrest, and Reed Muller. Okay, no. This is our task force, 117th arrest. That's caucasity of it all. Like, this is, I mean, obviously now we know it's a crime. So I'm going to say to people, write down, okay, to anybody that try to do this, patient brokering is a crime. No wonder he didn't bring his daughter into it. So there. And some BS news, okay. It's, and this is from it's on site.com. New Orleans man jailed for 20 years for stealing two shirts. It's freed by justice group. And you see, you get 20 years for stealing a shirt. So did they give him 10 years for each shirt? Damn. It's um the contributor is Shady Porter, a man who was to be jailed for 23 years for stealing two shirts was set free thanks to a group that helped to appeal unjust sentences. Guy Frank was arrested in 2000 for a minor shoplifting incident at Saks Fifth Avenue. Because he had three prior convictions for theft, he was considered a habitual offender and eligible for a harsh sentencing enhancement under Louisiana law. That's a little bit cruel and unusual though, but okay. Frank claimed that his court point attorney pressured him to plead guilty, but his two-year sentence was increased to 20 and then 23 years to by a judge. He ended up spending two decades in prison. But then Meredith Engelson, with the nonprofit law firm The Innocent Project in New Orleans, took notice of this case and sent it to the district attorney office. Frank, now 66, was set free on April the 8th. The Innocence Project has helped free six people from serving life in prison terms because of habitual offenders laws, which was since overturned in the state. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, so because he was a habitual offender, basically, that he was sentenced, because there was a, li a list of things where if you were a repeat offender, and this was the thing, there's a lot of men who are in prison because they repeated a crime. Now, it might not necessarily be for stealing. It might not necessarily be for killing. For my thing is, you kill someone, you should never see the light of day again. But if it's for stealing or if they caught you for drugs or something like that and they keep catching you for stuff like that, they used to sentence, give you a longer sentence for stuff like that. And now you are coming into this decade where people are getting released because it's cruel and unusual to punish someone for a small offense this man only stole two shirts he didn't kill a monkey y'all care more about monkeys all right now this one is a kicker do i want to do this one no i want to do this one like i want to do i'm gonna do this one 
And then I'm going to do the last one last because I want y'all to understand that, you know, pimping ain't easy. But for some reason, this guy made pimping easy. And I want to salute this brother for what he did because now I need to figure out how to do that, you know. He going to jail for it, though. <laughs> but I want to talk about this. Um, Claudia Jordan has found herself um, in some drama. But, you know, if people know that you are always messing with somebody's husband, you're going to always be pushed into somebody's relationship. So the, it's the daily boy. It's the daily BF daily. No, it's they BF daily. So I guess they boyfriend daily. And it says, um, Claudia Jordan posted on Instagram for the last time. Kanye West never tried to get with me, hit on me, or flirt with me while married to Kim. Fake news. To Kim, Kanye, and your family, I'm so sorry this ever happened. I never wanted to cause any of you in harm or stress. I'm furious about this whole mess and taking a break from my own sanity. Girl, you need to take a break from talking. Because your mouth has gotten you in trouble lately. But it's funny how you can apologize to Kim Kardashian and her family, but you can't apologize to Gary, ex-wife. I see you. I really appreciate it. Y'all stop lying on me for clicks. I never said that shit. No more interviews with unknowns trying to make a name for themselves with clickbait. Girl, bye. To the media outlets, I contacted and told this shit was not true. Y'all did the, the responsible thing and killed the story. Much respect and thank you. I don't know why she keeps repeating it. Just say thank you. Just appreciate that they took up for you this time. Okay? Because in other times, I don't think it would. You, they could take up for you because it might be true. And to ones that knew that shit was fake news and you continue to run that nonsense, shame on you. Shame on you. If I ever do any interview again, don't ask me shit about anybody else but me, my career, and the projects I'm working on, period. Ew. Say this. Who said? Who said? A Porsche voice. Who said you slept with Kanye? <laughs> and two, this is what happened when you have a reputation. When you have a reputation, and people get put out rumors that you are a homewrecker. This is what happens. Now, regardless if she really is truly a homewrecker or not, which I don't really give a flip because I can't stand her because her mouth. But, girl, out of that whole interview that showed, I'm trying to figure out who said you slept with Kanye West, which I don't think he would sleep with you neither. I mean, but for you to get up in arms about it, girl, what? So this is what the BF Daily had to say. It said, after a story was run originally by Daily Mail based on an interview Claudia Jordan did with Dominique Natty's show, Claudia is calling foul. According to the Daily Mail, Claudia said during the interview, Kanye tried to date her and she turned him down because of girl code for Kim. She didn't give exact time frame. Okay. When asked whether or not Kanye had wanted her by Natty, Claudia said, he tried years ago. Me and Nikki Chu were in the club. They shut the door, and I told you the whole story. Natty didn't interject. Are you saying Kanye tried to hook you up with you? 
Claudia then laughs and the interview appears to John Ford as she says, I have met I have met him before. And you know what? I've hung out with him before as well in girl code. I couldn't do it. Let's just say that. You got girl code for her white ass. When asked earlier if she would consider dating the newly single father of four, she replied, no, Kanye tried to already, so no thank you. Claudia say now, say it's not true. It's unclear if she said it was edited in a certain way. Well, yeah, that's what, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Um, when people are trying to be up and coming, they do edit things to make it seem like you said something. So she probably didn't say that exactly. But girl, stop incriminating yourself. You got girl code for Kanye West for, for Kim Kardashian, but you ain't got code girl code for Gary Owens' wife. Got you. Um, girl, or is it just for pretty people? Girl, let me explain to you. Like, you should have even said anything. I'm gonna just say this don't say nothing when somebody accuses you. Oh, sleeping with somebody, just say no. Even if it's not true, you got to clean up and do some PR work on your reputation, friend. You can't be going around here and dragging your own self into nothing. All you simply should have said was no. Like, no, I have met him, but I am, I have met him, but I've never slept with him. It should have ended at that. Don't sit up there and put in what he has hit on me because I'm hot and you're not. Don't do that. She be incriminating herself. It's, it's pretty girl issues, man. She has a pretty girl problem. All right. You know, I'm going to go ahead and do this one. Now I'm going to end on this last note with this last guy because I find this to be funny. But this is kind of sad uh, to hear. You know what? I got a lot of stories. Um, this is sad. I want to bring light to this because it seems like, like I said, you know, it's all in the news when, um, it seemed like, you know, I was noticing that with Lovely T when she was saying it's all in the news when black people be murdered by white people, but nobody say anything about black people murdering black people. So I want to talk about this, um, for a minute because this is sad. It, I don't understand what's going on. It seemed like last year is repeating itself because y'all know the same thing was happening last year. You know, the whole thing that happened with George Floyd and then everybody was protesting and I'm sitting up here like, is this a freaking pandemic or what? What's going on? Why is this happening? So, um, I want to talk about this because it, it, we are getting into the warmer months and people are having more events, but we want you all to be mindful that not everybody is understanding and respectful of the fact that people choose to have children. And you have to understand that, you know, it's just ridiculous. Okay. So this is from balleralert.com and it says three-year-old fatally shot at a kid's birthday party in Northeast Miami. And this is blogged by Honeygrip. It said a double shooting at a child's birthday party has devastated a family after a three-year-old boy was killed and a 21-year-old woman was injured. According to the Miami Herald, the double shooting that happened last night in North Miami Dade killed three-year-old Elijah LaFrance. Authorities said at 8 p.m., shot spotters alert directed them to the home, which was used as a short-term rental. The birthday party was, been held, was being held at the second house east of Miami Avenue on Northeast 158th Street. When police arrived, they found the boy who had been shot and raced into a hospital where he was pronounced dead. 
Miami-Dade Fire Rescue arrived and turned took the woman to the Adventure Aventura Hospital, where she had currently listed a stable condition. In stable condition, sorry. Miami-Dade police are still investigating and haven't released any information on the shooter. A $5,000 reward is being offered to anyone who can provide information that leads to the shooter's arrest. So it says, please call Miami-Dade Police Homicide Section at 305-471-24000, Crime Stoppers of Miami, 305-471-8477, tips, or send information via the Crime Stoppers website. Um, so that's sad. That's really sad. You know, I'm not going to do this one. Because it's triggering to me. All right. Um. So, okay. It says, so Um. the last one I want to do, y'all might see this as a disgrace, but I see this as a comeuppance. And kudos to this guy. Y'all can hate all y'all want to. Okay. He's finessing. Okay. Some of us out here have not worked since the pandemic. So, I can't get mad at his game that he is playing. Okay. He's a dirty dog for it. Don't get me wrong. But I seem like men get away with this shit more than women. But y'all don't want me to go there. All right. So it says Japanese men, and this is from OnSite. It's OnSite.com. It says Japanese men arrested for dating, the 35, dating 35 women and wants to receive birthday gifts. I did not know that was a crime. Okay. So it says the contributor is Ebony Kiera. If my birthday is every day was a person, it would be this Japanese man who dated at least 35 women simultaneously to scam them out of gifts and money by telling them it was his birthday. Girl, why does I work with my dear friend over there, dude? The man is a 39-year-old, Takashi Miyagawa who was arrested in Osaka, Japan, for a scamming up to 35 women with whom he pretended to be in serious relationships with. In return, they gave him gifts for his so-called birthday. Japan Today reported that women gave at least $100,000 100, yen in gifts or $766, which consists of smaller birthday gifts of money and clothing. Here's the kicker. Miyagawa also allegedly gave each woman a different birthday. One of the women claimed he told her his birthday was February 22nd, while another woman said his birthday was in July. It's reported that Migawa, Miyagawa met his victims while he worked part-time for a multi-level marketing company selling hydrogen water showerheads. He was busted by authorities after women found out about his scheme and they came together to report him. Lord Jesus, have mercy on my soul. First and foremost, I did not know this was a crime. Um, but he is wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's dead ass wrong. But why would you give someone who has a gift you first? And women, we have to hire our standards. You ain't getting nothing for me unless you give me something. 
That's point blank period, Poe. Although my gifting on Bigo with Orion and Rasby kind of went somewhere. But I didn't pay a thousand dollars. get mad I'm mad at what he did because it's like damn he must have been cute as hell one and then two you selling hydrogen head showers was not successful <laughs> you have to do that y'all say men don't bullshit <laughs> that, that right there right there I mean, come on. Y'all cannot be that desperate for a dude to be doing that. Okay, ladies, let's let's hire our standards, okay? Let's be high valued women. We ain't paying we ain't paying niggas to be with us. No ma'am. No Pam and no spam. No ma'am. We too cute for this, okay? No ma'am. Mm-mm. But like I said, he must be cute as hell. So that's all the news I have for you guys today. I have some other news and I want to report some Oscar stuff, but I kind of was irked last night because I was like, oh, now y'all want to make Oscars black. But no, I want to continue the web, my uh, podcast um, because I want to talk about, because I was going to talk about DMX's funeral and memorial, but I will do that on another section. But um, I want to talk today about um, Harry Potter. And the holes is plotteth. <laughs> Let's get this show started. Uh, for you guys that know, I have recently just started watching Harry. I didn't just start watching Harry Potter. I used to watch bits and pieces of it. Um, but I never really got to sit down and watch Harry Potter like I wanted to. Because I was always doing something else. Um, so I just recently was able to watch Harry Potter, just sit down and watch Harry Potter for a couple of seconds and, uh, not a couple of seconds, you know, it's hours of Harry Potter and I am very intrigued. I am a new fan and I am freaking, okay. I'm trying to figure out which house I want to be in. I want to be a Slytherin. Granted, I would be fighting with Harry, but I want to be a Slytherin. Okay, and I already thought of my Harry Potter uh, character hairstyle and everything and how I'll be dressed. I thought of the name of my character and, uh, and, and you know, whatever. Um, so I you found a new fan in me. Granted, I was a Harry Potter fan anyway. Um, but you have found a new fan in me, whoever created um, Harry Potter. I know, I know who it is, J.K. Rowling, but... You know, you have a new fan in me. I'm a fan of the movie. However, you know, there was not much diversity in it. But hey, you know, I'm not going to complain about it because the storyline was popping. So I want to start talking about some of the key things I noticed about a Harry Potter. Um... Starting with the, the first one, the Sorcerer's Stone. 
Well, first of all, I'm just going to start with the, the 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 introduction to the character and what has happened. And I guess you'll find out in the Fantastic Beef and where to find them. If you don't find out in the Fantastic Beef, I heard that they were rebooting Harry Potter um, in 2021. So that's a possibility. I saw that in an article somewhere. I forgot what it was at, but they said they were going to reboot Harry Potter. So I am like happy because one of the biggest plots to me was um when people talk about harry potter and his families um but i just feel like this is the biggest plot of them all um I got in the end, the last episode of Harry Potter, where they just, they did realize that Snape was kind of protecting Potter and that Snape was really in love with Lily Potter, Harry's mom. But what is Voldemort's problem? I understand he was trying to kill the child and the mom put a protection spell on him. But why? Why did this all happen? There has to be a reason for the reason. We know that his parents are deceased. We know that his parents um, died protecting him. But why? 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 <laughs> like, why he's beefing with the Potters anyway? Like, what was the issue? Um, and I've been hearing a lot of speculations about um, the reasoning behind why Potter was um why Harry Potter was um why Harry Potter was um his main source of beefing while he was beefing with Harry Potter before he was even born. The main one is that um, Tom Riddles is really Harry Potter. That's the one I heard. Like he, he he's Harry Potter in the future or something like that. Um, or he was Harry Potter that traveled back in time or traveled in front of time. I don't know. But of course, I want to have my theories with that whole situation right there because I just want to like, I, the, the thing I want to say is I feel like Harry Potter, um, because you remember when he was the first part of the movie was when he was doing the uh, hat of truth and uh, what was that hat that decided what houses they were supposed to be in and he said well the Slytherin would have more use for you but I'm gonna go ahead and say Gryffindor because you want Gryffindor and my thing is is what if Harry Potter is not really a Potter and that his dad is really 
Voldemort. I don't know if anybody has put that out there. Um, I don't know if anybody has thought about it in this way. But I thought about it in this way and I just find it to be interesting that this man had beef with him. He was trying to kill him. He was trying to destroy him. Let's talk about, you know, let's talk about the one thing we don't want to talk about. And that's that the fact is that people sometimes don't feel some kind of way about their own seed existing. So they try to kill their seed before the seed exists, right? But in Carrie's case, he was already born and he was too late to the party and his mom was trying to keep it a secret or whatever. And so what if the reason why Harry was his horror crooks was because that was his son? And y'all were like, oh my God, this is horrible. This is not too far-fetched that baby daddy wants to kill his child. Okay, he don't want his child to exist. Okay, he don't want his kid to be in the world. So what if that was a plot? And y'all gonna be like, why you went out ghetto with this? This is not ghetto. People have done this before. I mean, look at, look at the whole situation with Joffrey killing all of Robert Baratheon's bastards. This is not too far-fetched. <laughs> this is not too far-fetched. Somebody wants to get rid of a child that is more powerful than them because he's all caught up in his little Voldemort, no nose having an ass, no hair having an ass, ego, that he would kill his own child just because he wants to live forever. <laughs> No, kids take life off of you. <laughs> I'm not saying that's true, true. But some people, you know, having kids take their life away from them. So maybe he's like, I don't want to do the stress of having a little baby. So I want to take him out. Y'all want to let him take him out. Me take, let me take out the first time. The second time, uh, I'm going to try to take his ass out while he's a teenager. We're going to fight. And I'm fighting with him. My beef is with him. Okay? Everybody else? Y'all can take back seat, but my beef was with him being born. <laughs> Another Tiffany theory about Harry Potter. Because I'm very huge on Luna. And I'm very huge on... Um, Luna is one of my favorite characters. And Hagrid is one of my favorite characters. I don't feel like they use Luna to her fullest ability. Luna was in tune with um, her human self. Um, you want to know what human self is? She was in tune with her light and her dark side. Um, I guess it came about with the fact that her, you know, her mother had passed. So I definitely want to see a single movie about Luna and Hagrid. But I want to talk about this because um, I heard people said that there was supposed to be an unveiling. And I remember when the last uh, movie came out, they said that uh, that Dumbledore was supposed to 
revealed that he was gay. So my other question is, was his boyfriend Snape's? Unfortunately, we don't have um, Alan Rickman to reprise his role. Um, but I felt like, because people said they were kind of trying to reveal that, and I didn't catch that, low-key. Um, maybe I have to rewatch the last uh, movie. But to me, I felt like he was low-key kind of revealing that. Snape's and him were like together because I know they said Dumbledore was supposedly gay but was he also was his boyfriend Servius Cerberus his last name is easier That's the question I have about Harry Potter. Were they together with a boyfriend? Because to me, they kind of had a relationship and he said that he was close to him and he was the only person that he confided in. He didn't even confide in the Minerva, honey. In Minerva, I thought Minerva was, you know... I, I felt like she was the one, you know, that was also a close confidant to him. But he was... Him and Snape's was like, all right, two peas in the pod. So maybe they were secret lovers, which also bring about that I think Harry Potter should do a series on the teachers and talk about the teachers. Um, we never got to see the teachers in the teachers lounge. We did not know who the teachers were married to, were married to, if they had any children or not. These are questions you ask your teachers when you go to school, to be honest with you. That's, you always got one nosy ass child in the classroom. Asking the teacher, hey, are you married? Do you have any children? You have, uh, uh, why don't you have any children? I just want to know personally about the teacher, the faculty at, um, Hogwarts. That would be very interesting. Which, like I said, I feel like they're going to get deeper into it because they have started another series um, all with the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And they're probably going to restart the whole Harry Potter series also. Um, it'll be interesting to see that. Very interesting to see that. I'll be very interested in seeing um, that as a series. It's about the teachers at Hogwarts. Um... What's another thing? Oh, there's a plot twist, I think, that would be awesome when it came to Harry Potter. And yes, I am doing the whole podcast about Harry Potter because I am a new fan. I love Harry Potter now, and there's nothing you guys can do about it. Um, Another thing I want to talk about with uh, Harry Potter, and I want to talk about, I think there should have been a huge plot twist. 
because of what happened in the last in the first the last two films. And I want to talk about that. So if you have not noticed in like the Deathly Hardos part one, when Ron got a little attitude with Harry because he was wearing a horror crooks that, you know, he thought that he was trying to get with Hermione and stuff. I think a good plot twist when he left was that he would be one of the de Death Eaters. Um... For me, I felt like Harry Potter was very, very um, obvious and very predictable. It would have been very nice to see if they made Ron Weasley a Death Eater or Hermione a Death Eater. Because you gotta understand, like, people didn't appreciate Hermione or people didn't appreciate Ron. And I feel like he should have been a Death Eater. That would have been a nice little um, plot twist to me. Because he... I don't know. It just seemed like to me he always low-key envied Harry. So Ryan being a Death Eater would have been like perfect. It would have matched everything that has to do with the film. Oh, I love that. That would have been nice to see them do something like that. Or I would like to see in the end they found out that Harry's dad was still alive. And he was a dead eater too. And he wanted him dead also. <laughs> These are the things that go through my mind when I be watching the movie. There has to be a weird plot twist. I never thought that Snape's was a bad person. I felt like he was misunderstood. I felt like he was a good teacher. And I felt like he, um, that was very much underuse of his character. Like he played a big role in the end, but they underused his character very much so. Okay. Uh, I mean, they would never give him um, the dark magic. Uh, uh, they never gave him the dark magic classroom. He was doing potions. And then, well, granted, they said the position was cursed. You know, we were talking about that when they said the position was cursed in the dark magic. But it would be him nice if he, you know, kind of was used to his ability. Because I felt like he was a powerful, he played a big part and he was a powerful wizard. I felt like he was very much underused. Um, what's another thing? Um, I'm mad that Hagrid got caught. Like, they captured Hagrid. Really? And what happened to Hagrid's cousin? Was he one of the, uh, giants that was fighting him in the end? Because, you know, they had giants and spiders. You know, Hagrid loves some giants. Well, Hagrid is part giant, so his cousin was a giant, right? And then, you know, he likes creatures, too, because Hagrid does not like seeing creatures die. And um, I didn't quite understand, like, did they get the spiders and the giants because of Hagrid and his cousin? And what happened to his cousin was his cousin wanted the uh, giants fighting. And if so, 
why would you do that? Why, why would you put, I mean, why his cousin did that? Why was that put out there? And he should, they should have been a scene. If his cousin was out there fighting, that was never specified if Hagrid's cousin was fighting, who was one of the giants who were fighting. And if they were to specify that, him being around Hermione would have, should have stopped him, right? But they never specified who the giants were. Even though Hagrid is part giant, he's part giant blooded. But I just thought it was a punk ass move to kidnap Hagrid. Like, and I'm mad he didn't fight back as big as his butt is. Like, you just gonna sit up here and let these punk ass dead eaters like capture you like that? Hagrid, come on, man. Use your size for something. Or get your cousin to eat their head off. But, um, you know, these are my thoughts about Harry Potter. Um, I need to start Fantastic Beasts, but I got to pay for that. But y'all already know I'm looking for my paycheck and I'm looking for somebody to unban me. Big O. With that being said, I hope you guys like this podcast of me sitting here ranting and raving and talking crap about Harry Potter because I am very obsessed with this movie and I think this movie is amazing. I hope you guys had a lovely weekend. Um, and I hope you guys stay safe. Thank you for listening. I'm outie. And my next podcast will be about the DMX processional, the memorial, and the funeral. Uh, I think my whole nose and face is swollen right now. Um, But it goes to show you, people have a hard time letting go. It's hard to let things go. It's hard to let someone go, especially when you love them and you cherish them and they made you a lot of money we're not gonna really go there but you know i'm just saying um so yeah you guys i'm outie